Hey, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 43 of Pillar Talk. This episode is brought to you by Joshy Boy Edit. Uh, if you want to get your wedding, your music video, your life captured and do a sweet edited video, hit up Joshy Boy Edit. You can go to joshyboyedit.com. And on Instagram is Joshy Boy Edit. <laughs> um, this is episode 43 of Pillar Talk. The guest we have today is Chris <laughs> Daher. What's up, Chris? It's been a minute. Hi, huh? guys. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on. Oh yeah, do uh, uh, tell us a little bit about what what you do. Uh so I am uh, a radio personality out of Toledo, Ohio. I've been in the radio industry for a little over eleven years now. Uh, I am also known as Peapod. Uh, I uh, host a morning show on the rock station in Toledo, 100.7 The Zone. Um, when I am not trying to entertain people on their uh, morning drive in between nickel, uh, Nickelback songs, uh, I am uh, also host a music podcast called the On The Radar Podcast uh, that features music and interviews and studio performances uh, from across the country. Uh, and we talk from a Midwestern perspective. Oh, really? So Yes. So did uh, how you said eleven years you're a radio personality. Yes, sir. So, so did is that what started the podcast? How old's the podcast? The podcast is now going into its fourth year. Uh, starting in February, we're taking January off because uh, we had a hell of a 2020, and uh, we decided to take kind of January off. Uh, my birthday's in January. Right. You know, my wife's birthday's in January, so it's just like it's nice to just kind of you know ease up a little bit. But uh, I end up I I work with uh, four phenomenal local area recording studios. Uh, you know, when there was not a global pandemic going on, um, and we bring artists in that are traveling through maybe the local area. Area acts. Uh, we ha- we talk to them about music and life and whatnot. We have them perform a couple studio performances, and then we put it out on podcast platforms. Um, but now we also do uh, little interviews online, and then just kind of feature you feature music and kind of get into the why of everything. But uh, I've always been, you know, infatuated with music, and that's how I kind of started the podcast. Uh, it was a, was a local radio show that we were highlighting local acts, uh, like a couple of years ago, like. I want to say, so I started the podcast in 2017. So like from 2015 to 2016 on 100.7 The Zone, we did like a local radio show just highlighting local music or like artists that are coming into town. And then we decided uh, once the radio station went away for a hot minute, uh, I decided to to take it as a podcast. And now I work with uh, four great local uh, area studios and do work at home and, you know, just kind of feature music of all shapes and sizes and just kind of talk about and, uh, you know, highlight not only artists in the Midwestern areas, but just like acts that, you know, have some sort of connection with here because the Midwest is filled with great men and women who work very hard uh, and, and, you know, are on the grind and want to share with, you know, their music and their art with everybody. Uh, And a lot of people don't realize what they have. And like a lot of these artists are on the come up, maybe newly signed, you know, they're, they're starting their musical careers are right on the cusp of something big. And we like to just kind of, you know, cherry pick them and kind of talk to them. Give them a little boost. And yeah, yeah. yeah, Just like, just have them a platform because it's so hard to get platforms for people. So that's that's, that's what we do. Yeah. We, we, we thoroughly enjoy it. What's your favorite uh, genre music? 
Uh, I, I mean, I'm a big fan of just, you know, The Rock, uh, a lot of like, you know, post-hardcore, a little bit of metacore, a little bit of post-rock instrumental stuff. Um, but I, I'm a purveyor of all music of shapes and sizes. I, I'm more than happy to listen to anything once. And if it's not for me, I just go, yeah, it's not for me. But I can appreciate anybody who puts right. out any kind of music on any level just because they're, they're doing something that I cannot so, uh, or I don't have the skill for it as, as such. I'm a good talker. It's about the uh, the cusp <laughs> of it. So I uh, decided, uh, you know, let's, we highlight uh, great men and women who uh, who work hard and uh, perform. So with with uh, COVID, do you have to do the radio t- uh, show from home? Well, I, I I'm uh, I'm glad you said that. That uh, most of our people in our studios are from home. I'm one of the the few lucky people that just that could still work from our studio because I also do some stuff on the back end. Okay. Uh, when I'm not on air, I'm I'm part of our uh, promotions and digital teams. Uh, so I handle like websites and social media and help execute you know contests and things like that. You know, set all that stuff up. A lot of the boring stuff that a lot of people don't realize that uh, radio has. Um, but I'm, I'm one of like the few people that's allowed in the building. A lot of the, uh, most of our, my coworkers or whatnot have been broadcasting from home and, uh, just, you know, sending stuff up with, you know, technology and the internet and the series of tubes or whatever. And, uh, you know, we, that's how a lot of people, um, do their shows, uh, as of right now, uh, if I didn't do what I did and, uh, all the extra stuff that I do, and all the fill-ins and whatnot, I'd probably be uh, at home, just like something here. I'm in my actually home office uh, uh, while we're recording this with a with a microphone and just kind of talk between songs and try to be entertaining. Right? Uh, is it like a? Is it? Uh, so how long in between each song do you gotta go? Uh, it, it it really depends on the station and whatnot. So my station that I'm predominantly on. I say I talk in between 20 minutes and my breaks is anywhere from like a minute and a half to two minutes of just content and talking about stuff. If I have a guest on, then it goes a little bit longer. Uh, but you know, you don't want to, you don't want to talk too long on radio, uh, because, uh, there's, uh, the big, you know, people will end up tuning out and people come for the music and they stay for the content. Right. Um, that's why it's great about podcasting is because, you know, it's more, a little bit long form, right. it's a little less structured. You, know, you can literally talk about anything and any, and, uh, talk with anybody about anything on any length of time. How do you so, know, to, how do you know what to talk about for two minutes? Uh, you know, I, I get like an interesting story or like a local story and just kind of quickly cover about what's going on. And then I, you know, share my two cents, my, my anecdotes about something and, right. uh, and go into that. Like, you know, for like today, like, uh, unlike some news, like we, I talked about, uh, national news, like Johnson and Johnson, uh, are, is seeking FDA approval after January, after their final phase of testing for another vaccine. And I said, you know, Hey, I, I think this is awesome. You know, uh, global virus that one year ago, we, we had no idea about, it, and now we have 
potentially three vaccines going to be out there, right. you know, helping people. I think that's awesome. And then I and then I joke about, you know, hey, give me all vaccines in the shot glass. Let me take that and then let me do a whiskey chaser and let me be on my way. I want to see my homies again. I want to yeah, see my dude. friends. I want to see shows. Yeah, we're homies or we're, we're humans, dude. We, we we take shots with our fucking medication. <laughs> no, vaccine contact. shots. Fuck that. No, shot glass yeah. shots. Let's go. No, yeah, shots. That's what I'm saying. We, we're human. We take <laughs> We take shots of alcohol with our fucking uh, hell yeah, <laughs> with our this medication, is, dude. This is America. Yeah. We take we take shots with our shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we chase a shot with a shot. So how did you land the radio gig? Um, so I'm originally actually from Akron, Ohio, which is uh, for those who don't know, is about two and a half hours uh, southeast from the uh, Greater Toledo area. Uh, and I, I've always been one. I've always been infatuated with the music. Um, two, I love the idea of you know you you take everything away when it comes to like a message. You know, a lot of television, obviously, and you know, like YouTube and whatnot. It's all about the look of everything. And being a guy that you know, hey, I don't have six pack eggs. You know, my wife thinks I'm hot. That you know, that's about it. Like, I I struggle with self confidence issues, but I love the idea of getting a message out there. So you strip all that away, and and you just have the message. You just hear the voice, and you can right. hear, you know, the inflections and the tones that I'm talking about. You know, that that's what I feel like it's important. So I always was enjoyed by that uh my grandfather who was one of my biggest influences in my life um he was also on radio as well um i, I think he indirectly um influenced me getting into radio um, but i came to toledo in 2004 for college and i graduated with a bachelor's in communications in 2009 and then six months out of there i've been in uh, the radio industry with uh, cumulus media which is the second uh, biggest uh, corporate radio chain in the in America. The first one being iHeart, uh, iHeart Media, formerly known also as Clear Channel for any of those radio geeks out there. Um, and I've been there for now a little over eleven years. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I know, like right? That. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't even know Peapod, bro. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't listen to no uh, Toledo stations. I don't think I really no, don't listen he, to radio. He's from Monroe. Yeah, I'm right. from Michigan. Well, yeah, and, and and like a lot of people are like, yeah, I don't listen to the radio, and they think that I'm going to be like super insulted. I'm like, no, I totally understand. I mean, radio, while it's not a dead media, quote unquote, it's also a media that needs to change, and that's why I feel like in in 2021, which is a weird year to say to, in general, to be honest, and in I, we still don't have flying cars or food in pill form. What is this bullshit? That's right. Uh, that's, that's even weirder. Um, <laughs> but uh that in you know in this day and age you know how do you how do you get people still interested in radio well as, as long as you still have music and you are at least entertaining enough uh between the songs uh and what is popular you know i, I think radio will always be there in some sort of fashion you just got to learn how to uh you know play with the times and learn how to be on other platforms newer platforms your social media you know your podcast uh you know etc yeah, when you're yeah, because when your phone dies, 
You definitely listen to the radio, bro. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I still listen to the radio regardless, you know, if I was in the car or not. Now, granted, I drive, you know, a 2008 car that doesn't have a fancy-dancy radio or it doesn't have, like, <laughs> a built-in MP3 player or, right. like, Bluetooth or whatever. You know, it doesn't turn into a giant robot now. I think cars do that, I guess. Uh, but, you know, I I, I still I am interested in, 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 you know, the music and, and the execution of all of it. Uh, being in the industry now, I, I tend to now nitpick uh, the other personalities, whether they're a part of my uh, the company I work for or competition or whatever. Right. Um, I, I love going to other states and listening to their radio stations and because and then I hear not just necessarily the music, but just like the little in-between imaging skits and whatnot or like the personalities and their names and their attitudes and whatnot because I think that's interesting. And then I can uh, apply maybe some of those tips and tricks to yeah. my craft. Take notes from different states going through there and shit. Because I noticed that when they changed. <laughs> you, you keep going south, they're like, hell yeah, man. Fucking down yonder <laughs> to the fucking down. Oh, man, I got, I got real fucking drunk last night. <laughs> <laughs> It's really interesting, too, because, like, radio, like, in Ohio is different than radio in Michigan. It's yep. different in, in Indiana. And, you know, while it is corporatized, um, you know, it's still, it, it's always interesting. It's the people that make it different, you know, yeah. you know, the different contests, the, the different people who are on. It's it, it, it's still a fascinating world, you know. Yeah, because even though they're a nationwide company, doesn't mean they have to find local talent. They're not just sending motherfuckers out of fucking California to go do this shit. Uh, not necessarily, actually, because, you know, due to how radio is, it's not as, uh, you know, there are out-of-market, you know, voices and whatnot. You know, while my station that I'm on, you know, is a little bit lower power, you know, it only reaches, you know, maybe the metro Toledo area. And while I'm proud of that station, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't bring in enough money in ads and revenue. So to supplement that, we have a lot of out-of-market uh, voice talent. So, you know, while I'm local and live on my morning show, the rest of the station is, you know, with people out of market who, but okay. you know, we have enough, we have enough communication with them and we have systems and everything. And this is really pulling the, the curtain all the way up and show you the, the inner workings of the, of radio. Um, we, we, we help them out and tell them about like, you know, we got these local things going on and you can mention some of these okay. things, you know, every time, you know, so like, it's still, even though they're not here, it's still, still, you here. can still yeah. give them. Yeah. You can still make them feel like they're here. Right. Okay. That's uh. Do you have like a set list? Uh, you're not the DJ for all the songs, are you? Does somebody plays them and then? I I just I just help execute them. I don't uh, necessarily uh, program that. Um, there is uh, when a radio station is programmed, there is uh, there is kind of a skeleton of like, hey, you need to play X amount of songs, and it, it's all different from different. Uh, genre so like a top 40 station or like a pop hit station is different than like classic rock or or country right you know so like you have a skeleton and then from there you you kind of build upon like what's popular so like the music we necessarily are playing like some of the bigger hits that you hear all the time that everybody complains about saying you know yeah um, you know, they're, they're, you're playing the same 10 songs well yeah. it's because a they're they're super popular across the board, so of course we are. Mm -hmm. And B, certain songs are being played more, and certain songs are being played less because of direct market people listening to them. So right. if you listen to a song so much, you know it shows in like 
ratings and streams and billboard hits and things like that. So you are really the direct influence of the music. So you listen to like, for example, like a, you know, a Nickelback song, whatever. We'll just use that as an example because they're the internet likes to joke on them, but you know, you, you, you listen to that Nickelback song so much, it rises up in the, in the, in the billboard charts, it rises up on streams, it rises up on, you know, digital sales. So radio stations get that information and go, oh, a lot more people like this song, we'll play it more. And then more people are buying into it. And it's just a, it's just kind of a giant circle until it gets burned out for too long. And then, you know, it goes away for a little bit and then just comes back once in a while and not instead of like so often. Right. Yeah, by then it's ruined though. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> trust me. Trust me. If you are starting to get sick of a song, we on the radio side are already done with it. Yeah. Like yeah. we hear it way before you will, and then we will get sick of it faster than you will get sick of it. Yeah. So there's so much songs that I like. If I hear it again, I just want to strangle somebody. So Dude, um, I like to listen. I like to listen to stuff like off radio brand. Right. Yeah. That's why I like. Uh, that's why I don't like uh, Metallica or ACDC because I like classic rock, but that's just shut up, man. Yeah, sick and tired of you, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I like, but I, I like them. Like, oh, they're great, but get them out, out of my ear, dude. You don't want to listen to them. Yeah, I don't want to listen to them. I can appreciate what they did, and in the heyday, and of course, ACDC is one of those uh, bands that you know they were great in when in their prime. But you know, hearing a new new song in 2020 from ACDC yeah. in 2021 is just jarring to me. And yeah. Metallica, you know, while they are have been very successful, I'm sorry, I'm just I'm I, I'm Go not home, necessarily dude. a fan. <laughs> you haven't made enough. Go home. Spend some yeah. time with your fucking kids, dude. <laughs> well, and, and that's why. And that's why I love to feature you know rising acts and whatnot for my podcast because you know you you can you can hear if like if you like these big name brands and big name bands and or you know you're sick of those big names and you want to find something a little bit you know in between the cracks the 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 unknowns a little bit well a you can listen to right in you know the local area because right. there's tons of phenomenal talent oh yeah everywhere. or and and B, you can you know we we like to feature some of those acts because it's hard for them, uh, those men and women to try to get their stuff out there. So we want to also share some of that music with all of you. So you know it helps them. It's cool for us because then we we get a satisfaction of people being happy of featuring other people, and then you know hopefully down the road they become a great name. Um, their success becomes our success becomes everybody's success. Yeah, that, sounds like the uh, similar blueprint to us. Yeah. To be honest, you know, well, absolutely That's promote the brand. Too. Yeah, you got something going on. Let's hear it. Let's hear what you're about. Let's hear why. Let's hear who. You know, Let's does does the radio station help with guests, or is that that's just all your your? Energy? You mean with the podcast? No, with the or yeah, with, with the, yeah, with the podcast. Does okay, radio... so for for my radio show because it's it's a little bit different because I'm I'm a morning show host, but I'm also a podcast host, and right. uh, both ends. It's a little bit in the radio side. It's a little bit of a combination of um, maybe it is an advertiser, or maybe it's you know someone who's doing really something really cool, and uh, I always like to feature you know acts that are off the beaten path or somebody moving the needle, someone is interesting enough um, with the musicians and the podcasts. That's all me. That's uh, you know, I, I do a combination of, I search for people that I personally like, right. or I'll get stuff from like PR groups. 
um, that are pushing people that I'm part of like P PR email chains or like mm -hmm. discussions or whatnot. Uh, and, uh, you know, or I just like search around and see like, who's doing what, who's recently signed, who's, who's doing something interesting enough that I go, I want to talk to this person from anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour right. and, uh, share their craft and everything. And, um, I, I, that's, and it could be, you know, a rock artist. It could be a rap artist. It could be a metal artist. It could be a country artist. It could be somebody in between. Um, you know, they could play jazz. They could play the kazoo. I don't, I don't care if they're, if they're doing something interesting enough that, right. that I think people would, would find an interesting discussion they're, with. They're following a passion. Maybe. Joey Diaz yeah, exactly. says, do something. You if you're do not something. doing something, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> What do you say? I don't care if you're an, if if you hate alcoholics, but you love heroin. I want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> right. You got to do something. Yeah. And and most of that music, they're playing their fucking hearts out. They're putting their heart and soul into yep. that shit. So the music is 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 way is way funner because they they're really passionate about that shit. It's uh, it, it, it's it's almost like certain, and I'm not saying it's all because that's really a big broad stroke. But yeah. like you, you, you kind of hear some of the tales that when bands get big enough, you know, it's just like the all they have to like fit in a corporate structure, and then they have to please all the fans and whatnot. But when they're so early in, you know, when they're trying to find their sound. It's a little bit more pa it's a little bit more fun. It's a little bit more passion project. Uh, but like nowadays, like a lot of people make success on their own without big name corporate uh, labels and even independent labels. Um, I mean, there's a handful right here that are based out of you know the Ohio area that 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 are like, hey, we'll help you. You know, put out your, you know, we'll help you find tour dates. We'll help you put out your merch. We'll help you put out your albums. You create the music. You give it to us. And we just help pump out through the machine. You do right. the art park. We'll do the business part. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I'm so glad that I had the opportunity to talk to many of those acts, uh, especially uh, this past in last last few years with the podcast, uh, you know, I uh, you know we have you know Tragic Hero Records out of Cleveland, you know you got Head to Wall Records out of uh, you know the Columbus area, you got Face Down Records, um, you you got uh, In Vogue out of Finley, um, you know, and there's uh, tons of every uh, places and uh, uh, around and even in the Midwest that are you know pumping out and uh, offering great guests and great musicians. For you just gotta you just gotta go out of your comfort zone just a little bit. Yep. I know it's scary, but you can do it. Yep, that's the facts. Uh, you don't got any uh, uh, record labels from uh, Michigan that you work with? Um, I I want to say that Face Down Records might be from Michigan. Don't quote me on that, but uh, you know I haven't. I, I I'm sure there's there's been a couple of Michigan ones that I've worked with or I've had some sort of connection with at some time. Yeah, one of the guys. Um, you know, uh, that I can't think of right off the top of my head. Um, but I'm always welcome to, you know, talk to talk to people and see what they what they got going on. You know, they can just, you know, drop us a line uh, in the email, social media, and just go, hey, we got these people. You interested in any of these people? And maybe, you know, nine times out of ten, I'll probably go, yeah, I do. Let's Let's go. That's, oh, and you can't play no instruments? 
<laughs> no, I, uh, I, I am not. Uh, I do have a guitar. I own a guitar, and at one point, I wanted to learn how to play guitar. Um, and then but you realized just, how hard it was. Well, it's not even that. It's just I, um, uh, I, I've had many friends and many people tell me that, like, if you're not one hundred percent into your instrument, whether it's yep. singing or guitar or whatnot, if you're almost, if you're almost on the fence. On something like that, it, it, it's going to be very hard for you to get interested. And um, as much as I wouldn't mind exploring that path, uh, it, I, maybe I just have—I don't have something in me that just uh, uh, that pushes me hard enough maybe, to to explore that. I don't know. You maybe, got better things to do. Maybe you were supposed to be a drummer, bro. Grab, <laughs> grab another I mean, instrument. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I, I, I don't know what my musical passion would be if I was able to do it. But, you know, honestly, I, 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 my, my instrument is the art of the conversation. You know how, and, uh, you know how everybody has, uh, like, a private talent, like a, like a special talent? Like you're a weird He talent. can talk. Yeah. Like, like he, I, can, I can catch flies out of the air. Yeah, like weird Oh, talent. nice. Like, super good, too. Like, weirdly good. <laughs> do, do you think if you knew, like, from when you were a kid, if you had that weird talent, that there would be a lot more, like, I don't know, like a professional fly-catching tournament? Dude, if there, <laughs> if, you know? If, if there was a professional fly-catching tournament, I would enter. We were sitting we were sitting together one time, and I go, how funny, because he, he knows how good I am. I, almost every time I can get it. But I go, how funny would it be if I caught one between my fingers like this? And as I said that, one went in between my fingers and I caught it. And he was there to witness it. I swear to God wow. that happened. I swear to God that happened. But there was, I, there was what, like four flies there in was that a, room? There was a couple flies in the room, but still. We were getting bothered by flies. I so almost, like he was like, what if I caught, because I think you caught one of them. Yep. And then he was like, what if I just caught one like... T-Rub, look. T-Rub, look. <laughs> like, dude, you fucking son of a bitch. He almost caught one with uh, uh, chopsticks, too. One oh, time. shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, I told you it's. We, I'm weirdly good it, at it. He's weirdly, he's, yeah. It's, it's definitely, but, like, if you knew your talent, like, was talking when you were a kid, like, wh- how, I mean, you kind of went to school for communication. When, when, when did you know you wanted to do what you're doing? How about that? Before we get into that question, I, you know, I, I kind of, it, it was one of those things I kind of fell into it. Um, when I originally went into college, um, I originally just went into engineering because I, I wasn't quite sure what I really wanted to do, and it's hard to explain, you know, to a, you know, snot nosed eighteen year old that, you know barely, you know, he, I, you know, I, I had social issues and, you know, I was bullied a lot. So I didn't, I wasn't super confident in anything when I did and I chose to. So going into a whole new city, uh, at 18 years old and trying to re find what I'm good at, it was hard. So I just kind of fell into engineering at first and, um, you know, I was a decently smart kid, A's and B's, the occasional C in high school. You know, I wasn't like super 4.0 honor roll or anything, but I wasn't, you know, failing out of school or anything. But when I got into college, you know, I, I, I became overwhelmed because, you know, engineering is, is fucking very tough. hard. It's very uh, hard. <laughs> you know, one of my, my best friend, uh, he, he was an engineer and, uh, you know, I have a, a lot of other friends that are in the, those, you know, uh, areas and I, I, they are in very intelligent people and they, 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 their brains just work a little bit differently than mine. But 
I, uh, I, I joined, I joined the University of Toledo radio station because again, like I said, like I always enjoyed music and I always enjoyed and always entertained by, you know, people telling stories on the radio. Right. So I feel like, you know, that I, I think that was be pretty good. How I got to this point now, unlike how I'm talking to you and how I'm conversing with you has just been years and years and years of trial it. and error yep. and, and just uh doing it and not being too scared of you know being out of my share of being the weirdo you know hell i call myself a vegetable you know as as peapod which before anybody asks how i got that nickname was just a random nickname out of high school my senior year of high school and it just stuck and i just love the idea of having a different name for a radio um so that's why it's not anything super interesting uh right. with that um but i i kind of i kind of just fell into it and it got to the point where i'm like you know what i really enjoy doing this and i changed my major you know three semesters in after being almost on academic suspension almost failing out of college uh and you know i graduated with like a three two in my major and i got a job in my field six months out of school which is unheard of especially right. now right. you know i i and i worked my way up to where i'm at um and you know uh i i've done a it, it's been a lot of hard work and it's just because I, I i i like doing it i want to do it you know um now being where i'm at and what with everything going on with the pandemic and everything and I, i'm learning more and more skills to always you know I always like being that that Swiss Army knife of a person. So you like, you know, I can be on a pop station. I can do a classic rock station. I can do a active rock station. I can be on all these stations. I can also learn how to use social media properly. You know, I know how to make. I'm exploring more of my graphic design work. So you know, I can do some of that. Learn how to do that. I know how to edit audio and everything. And you know, and a lot of that is just you know either YouTube university and yep, looking yep. up videos and things like that and trial and error and learning how to do stuff like that. And, you know, and, and just doing it because I, I like entertaining people and I like giving back to other people. And that's yep. like could what you, I want to do. Could you uh, jump on a smooth jazz station? Smooth jazz. Smooth jazz. I mean, I'm, I, mean like, I mean, Hey, ladies and gentlemen, can we, Take it down a little bit and tell you about uh, the smooth. <laughs> I, it's yeah. just, I, I, I mean, it's possible if I can work at it hard enough. But uh, you, you know, got, you my, gotta get my a energy, deeper voice, buddy. Yeah, hey, yeah so. I, I'm, I'm a loud, boisterous guy. So, yep. uh, and so I, I kind of work on some of those stations, those rock stations, those pop stations. I did ask to be on a country station just to test out the waters, even though country music's not my forte. But you know, again. It's that Swiss Army knife mentality of just like trying everything. Oh, hey, um, all you Southern bells, how you doing out there? <laughs> hey, <man>? everybody! <laughs> we got another tractor-loving song here for we you. Got another. <laughs> I think this is Jason Aldean. Yep, it's Jason Aldean, man. He's talking about his tractor and his dog, man. Jason Aldean. <laughs> <laughs> You tell the old joke of country music. If you play country music backwards, you get your girl back, you get your truck back, you get your puppy back. Oh, Waylon Jennings. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even fucking, I, I didn't even, never heard that, but that's funny that as shit. That is funny as hell. <laughs> my girl My dad said, told me that. Like, my yeah. dad... My dad is uh, uh, my dad is actually originally from Lebanon, and he came to the states at sixteen, and he almost went to Vietnam, and he ended up not doing it. Like he was on like one of the like last like choppers to be like taken out of the base he was staying at, 
And then all of a sudden they got on the horn and it's like, hey, the Vietnam War is over and everything. You don't need to free. Send You're over. free. Holy shit, dude. His yeah, butt- yeah. So it could have been like like that close. Yep. Um, and uh, his then butt he finished hole off was his clinched. St- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lots of clinch in there. Yeah, that was uh, a clinch. And then he worked in like restaurants and everything. But like one of his favorite style of music is like oldies and country. And it's so weird to me. It's funny. That is funny. What? I Old, mean, oldies. I guess I like some oldies. I like like Frank Sinatra and not so much Elvis. A little bit of Elvis, but not so right. much. Yeah, I fucking made Elvis cry, dude. I don't give a shit about Elvis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Elvis is. Yeah, I don't. I don't really like. I like. Uh, I like singing Elvis in the shower. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because it sounds like Elvis a little bit. Wow, Elvis. <laughs> That's weird. I I never thought about that, dude. That's when the best singing is in the shower. In the shower, oh yeah, acoustics. Sing like a fucking. It, You're a singing concert. like a canary. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the ballads from Elvis, man. Like they'll hit you. They'll hit you hard in the heart. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously he's mega entertaining. You know, a lot of soul, a lot of you know R and B roots, a lot of early early rock and roll. Uh, for Elvis, yep. uh, you know, but yeah, like a, a lot of that, uh, a lot of the, the style of music, you know, I hate when people go like music was better back in my day. Well, um, music was just different. was it, it was yeah. different. It's just it all evolves with the the times and the people and everything. They you don't swing appreciate. dance no more, Tammy. Chill right. out. <laughs> uh, I, w- I I was married at one point, and my wedding song was like, uh, what was it from Fallout Three? You ever play Fallout Three? I'm not a big video game okay, guy. Okay, so, so well, it was one of the, it was like a 1930s song. Okay. So, I like everything, dude. Everything, even there's some mumble rap I can't I can't stand, but some I have found that I was like, oh, okay, this is okay, this is okay. I'm not. What is your worst? What's your worst worst genre? What do you hate the worst? I hate 80s hair metal the worst. I I want to say. It, you know, I can appreciate I I can Rat. appreciate everything, but I I I want to say well, I, I will say round. I I will I will say modern country. Oh yeah, uh, I'm not a big fan of now 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 I can appreciate again it, 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 I can appreciate to each for his what own. it is right right. Uh, but I, when it comes to the country world, I like a little bit more folk. I like a little bit more singer songwriter. I like a little bit more of the outlaw country. Your su- uh, your southern uh, rock. Your southern country. Um, you know, but w- when it comes to modern country, it's just it's just pop music with twangs, and it's just it's just too much. And I just feel like th- there's not much. Um, it, it, it's just it's just not not for me, and and which is funny is because uh, you know in Ohio and especially around here, you know countries a countries a big thing. So oh, yeah. and and I mean I get it, it's cool, it's not for me, um, but uh, yeah I understand, but that's that's just not my what that's if you're not what I would go to. What if your destiny was to be the next big country star, bro? <laughs> then then she, that's she my destiny, my I guess. I don't know. Sexy. Who knows? Yeah, dude, come on. <laughs> you know, he'd be sponsored by John Deere, bro. <laughs> I mean, they got nice tractors. I mean, right, you're going to want that, dude. You're going to want yeah. that because if, if you sing the country life, you're going to have to be the country if life. If they give me at least two tractors, I'm in. I'm, I'll do two it. Two tractors. At least two tractors. 
I need at least one one lawnmower and one backhoe. I mean, it, they'd have to write my lyrics too because I would not be able to do a fucking yeah, country yeah. song. Yeah, I, I don't know. Talk about beers and trucks in America yeah. and women, and I just wrote five country songs right there. Because like my my personal my first song that was country guy would be like, "Look at that Southern Belle's butthole." That would be the, <laughs> that'd be the first album. <laughs> Southern Bell's butthole. Yep. <laughs> Southern Bell's butthole, man. Just he just went right straight to butthole. Yeah. Like he, there was no there was no foreplay. There was no, no there was no romantics. There was no dinner. It was just straight to butthole. Hey no. Peapod, I'd like you to meet T Row. Yep, nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you, man. Uh, oh shit. I just thought, hey man, hey man, I, I respect that. Yeah, I just With, think that's uh I don't know, that's weird. I I wouldn't sell out either if I was a musician. Like to where I mean, Limp Biscuit had a had an album, Chocolate Starfish. We know what that was. Yeah, okay, that was they I mean, did do buttholes. I mean, they, how did they be, make their name? Because I heard I heard an urban legend. Limp Biscuit sounds like a biscuit that you didn't cook all the okay, way. Okay, so the urban legend is uh, what a Limp Biscuit is is a circle jerk, and you jerk off on the biscuit, and the last one's got to eat it. I thought that was. I I I believe I've heard that 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 game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've heard I've also heard it's called just toast. I never heard uh, that that name. I I uh, that I shit on uh, a shingle. I, I, <laughs> 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 you almost gave him a spit take, and I wanted to see yeah, that. That, that was, was that, that was. I I didn't notice. Um, I thought I was getting coded, bro. <laughs> You almost got me. Um, I, 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 I wouldn't be too surprised if that was true for the uh, the the real. I'm sure that's like an urban dictionary definition of Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but I, I, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't put it past them to be honest. Limp, Limp Bizkit sounds like you can't get your dick hard. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, I mean, the Limp I think, I think last that's night. more of the idea. Yeah. Yo, bitch, my limp, my biscuit went limp. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a, a girl walks into a part or to, to her friend's house. She's like, dude, Tyler had a fucking limp biscuit last night. No way, bitch. Are you serious? It was in my mouth for a half an hour, and it did nothing. <laughs> it did nothing. It was just a limp biscuit. Just look at the comics that someone just said, like, that's just foul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's Daniel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's why way. this is at night, everybody. Yeah. This, is, this is this is uh This ain't his morning <laughs> show. Not this safe is, for work. This ain't this ain't Peapod's morning show. It's fucking T Rep's <laughs> night show, baby. <laughs> Where's that starfish? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. Well, I mean, like, it's really funny when you say that it's not my morning show because like I never understood how like certain like radio shows or certain morning shows would talk about like sex so much in the morning and like you know morning radio you thinking like you're going to work and or you're, you're dropping the kids off at school and whatnot like you need to you know you, you can't talk about that stuff with little kids you know or they're gonna or they're gonna, then they're gonna start asking you like ten thousand questions and then you're just like ah those are conversations you're not ready to have at like eight o'clock in the morning right you just woke up driving your kid to school and they're talking about fucking blowjobs on the morning yeah. talk. <laughs> Dude, like, she licked my taint, bro. Do you yeah. hear that? <laughs> yeah, so you have well, to explain to your kids what the, what, what, what the taint is, and, this, you know, this or is grundle. Why, and you're like, ah, I don't know, man. This is why we listen to sports radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, my butthole is wet. I swear to God, bro. <laughs> my butthole is wet. Dude, it's 8 a.m., bro. Drink your fucking coffee. Why is his butthole wet, Dad? You know why? You know why in the morning it's it's why they talk about sexual people wake up with the fucking morning wood, bro. I mean, I mean, uh, like I get it, I understand. Yeah. I just it's always just like even if I talk about like something like that, I make sure it's like uh, I I I paint a uh, like a little bit a nicer picture. You know, say instead of saying sex, I say like you know being intimate with your partner or like yeah. just make it like very very PC, very easy terms. Maybe make it bigger words so little kids wouldn't understand. Oh. Um, Raw dog in that bitch, bro. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just bare back the fucking hooker last night. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were very intimate. Virus fucked we me. I bareback the hooker last night. Get the fuck out of here. I made her wear a mask though. Don't worry. <laughs> she, she didn't cough on me. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's we we went down a fucking bad wormhole on that. That's one. okay. That's what we're about. You yeah. started with buttholes. How do you go? You can't. You know, know, have to dude. go down. I don't know. I thought it was a funny joke, and I thought it would be funnier <laughs> if I added a butthole, and it did, and then I just kept going. And hey, now hey, we're here, I, bro. I get it. Hey, I get it's, it. It's either butthole jokes or stories about trauma. Yeah, it's it's either it's one of the There's other. There's no bro. in between. <laughs> they're, they're, oh and God, sometimes my, they're one and the same. Yeah, yeah my, actually, <laughs> my PTSD. I shit myself one time because of my trauma. Yeah, real so, talk. I mean, you know, it oh. goes hand in hand, bro. His, yeah. his dad found him in the bathroom like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, there was, dude, you ever watched uh, Dumb and Dumber where uh, the Dumb and Dumber, the second one, where he, she's like, he's like, oh, he's shit everywhere. There's shit when he got chocolate all over everything. See, I've never saw the second one. I saw well, the first okay, one. Okay, well, well, he gets chocolate everywhere, bro, and that's when my dad walked in. I had a night terror, and, and I shit myself. Oh jeez! And it was it was not okay. And my it dad, looked like his little brother, or his big brother, just coated him with fucking peanut butter. There was shit oh. on there. Was, <laughs> yeah, that's what it looked like. It was bad. There was there was shit on the toilet. There was on the toilet seat on me, bro. It was. Jeez. He was like, dude, fucking go take a shower, bro. Get the fucking. He started to yeah. So. <laughs> I, I I'm very I'm very glad that at, at at almost 35 years of age I've never I've never shat myself but I don't know day's still young who knows oh you, hey, you'll get one. there buddy I yeah, I'm sure I'm sure so, uh, once in a while I've I've almost had a I've almost had a fart that I couldn't trust I almost oh, but oh, that, uh, I, other than that I've never gone shark, full buddy. on like I need to change everything from the bottom down I I was at work one time I cut grass and I went to go fart and I sharted I had to go home. <laughs> I threw the I threw the underwear in the garbage and some other some of the people found it. <laughs> I had a um I had an old an old friend um back in college, I think my senior year of college, um we were all just talking and we were watching a movie or whatnot and he started laughing and then all of a sudden he just stops <laughs> and just goes and just goes, I gotta go and he gets up and he and he takes the couch cushion with him and I go, I gotta take this too and leaves and we're just like, what just happened? And, and and he messages my other friend later. Goes, I had to leave. I just shat myself, and I I lost it. And I'm just like, how does that happen? Yeah. And then I've had coworkers before, like they were talking to me, and they're like, oh, they, they just like they'll just stop what I'm talking about, and then like they'll just like go, and they go, oh my god, that was so close. I almost shat myself. Well, and dude, it's just like. I, I got home. I lived with my dad at the time. I got home, and my dad's like, what are you doing home from work? 
I go, dude, <laughs> I go, dude, I shit myself a little bit. I have to go change. And I'm walking up the stairs and he goes, ha, you got a brown spot on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I said, God. no shit, dad. Why do you think I'm home? <laughs> <laughs> he laughed what, at you. Yeah, he, that's, that's. Dude, I told you. My dad would have died. My, my dad, dad would have made me work. What, and you're here? What the <laughs> fuck, dude? <laughs> you work with, dude, my cousin. Well, maybe you shouldn't have shit yourself, dude. You, my, you're not getting off the clock. My cousin was, like, fucking hungover as fuck one time, and he was mowing somebody's grass, and he shit himself, and it was green like liquid. Oh. Uh, uh, Bro, he finished that fucking yard. And still <laughs> what a boss He's what, just like I'm dude, getting paid fin- I'm gonna do this yard yep. And then I'm gonna go home You finished that whole yard Come back And his khakis Were green on the back dude. Oh. Like, You fell on the fucking grass He's like No I shit my pants <laughs> Ew, no. dude, It was bad <laughs> But he was fucking Hung over dude It was Oh Only time the- Only time I did that Is I was literally Hung over Puking I was It was coming up Both ends Almost died Oh Oh Oh, I've uh, I, I mean, I've been sick. I've been really sick at times of like bad stomach flu or whatnot that has happened to me that you don't know where it's coming from. Right? Um, <laughs> Should I sit I, on I, the toilet or throw up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you ever have those times that you have to sit on the toilet, but then also hold a bucket in front of you as oh, well? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've been there. I've been. I've been. I've been there. That's yeah. not fun. It's not fun. I've never been that hungover though. I've been maybe majorly because like. I, I got into drinking like later in my life just because, you know, I, I, when I first got to college, I was like on a bad, I was on like the party floor. So I'm like 18 years old, you know, in a whole nother city, another, and like I was on the party floor. Like our floor was constantly in trouble because like people were loud as shit, drunk as hell, breaking things in the, in the, you know, in the dorms and whatnot. I was on the, the bad floor. So that like scarred me for like most of my college career of like not drinking. And then I just started drinking like in my mid twenties, like 25, 26, like even on my 21st birthday, I was buying other people beer on my 21st birthday. Cause I was just like, it wasn't for me. I was, I, I was, I was straight edge on my 21st birthday. Yeah, I was, I was straight edge for like, uh, like, you know, a good five to seven years. And then I just realized that I'm like, cause I always had like this fear of just like, I don't like being not in control of myself. So like, I was just like, I, I, this is never for me. I never did anything like even to this day, like I'll have an occasional beer or wine with dinner. You know, I'll get a little bit of home buzz because I'm home. Like what, what the fuck? What, what am I going to do? Um, but like, I've never been drunk in public. Like the drunkest I've ever been was at a house party. And I was, again, I was at the house that the party was at. So literally I could have just gone you know, you know, I I could have gone banana sandwich and gone as much as I could because I wasn't I wasn't going anywhere. I just yeah. literally go back to my room and that's it. Um, but I never understood being super drunk in public. That was never for me. Um, so yeah, that's I'm, just, I'm about the know. same way. I'm not a fan of of most drunk people when they get that. You get a little bit in you. You're cool. You're happy. And then yeah, you, there's a there's a Major drop off. Yep. Yes. Yep. There's a there's a big line that once you cross that line, it's just no return. And I don't want to like, be near you. Yeah. yeah I don't. And even... I'm a, and, and I'm a very I'm a I'm on a I love you man drunk. Yeah. And I'm also take off your clothes drunk. 
So like like I'm I'm those two. So like thankfully I've never been super drunk to the point that I'm doing both at the same time because then I'd be arrested. But I have learned that I I am uh, I am very affectionate when I'm very inebriated. So I guess that's a good thing. It could be a lot worse. Yeah, he could be a fucking serial killer. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you get sure. drunk and start murdering people. I just, <laughs> yeah. It'd be a little happy, awkward at parties. I'm a happy-go-lucky when I'm drunk, but I I don't like drinking. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, and I always understand, like, when people, you know, I, I, I just like the idea. Like, I do, like, I, I'm much like, you know, like, coffees and whatnot, like, in food and drinks and everything. Like, my wife is a self-trained chef, so I love, like, exploring different meals and different foods and, like, the history and, like, pairings of, like, wine or alcohol and whatnot. And, I, and I'm one of those people that loves to try things and try mm-hmm. anything once and, you know, um... But, you know, I can completely understand if people don't do, they don't do drinking or they're, right. you know, they're, they're vegetarian or they're vegan. Like, I can, I always want to respect that. I'm always interested in stuff like that, you know, and I'm sure in, in some circles, you know, doing, cutting some of those things out of your life is probably very good for your health as well. See, I mean, you know. see, what I like about that stuff is I definitely want to talk to you, especially if you have a whole nother belief in what the fuck. You know, because I want to see the other part. Oh, you're a vegan? Right. How do you do it? Well, I like to actually, personally, I like to step into the shoes and walk. That's the whole reason why I went straight edge for a year. I wanted to see, okay, what is this like? What is what what is what is this like? Okay, so I went 24 hours. I got a fear of being, I'm going to go blind one day. So I went 24 hours blindfolded just to make sure I could navigate my house and my yard and everything. I did it. Wow. Um. I just I was I was fuck, I was vegetarian dude. for like three to six months something like that. I just like to try. I was homeless on, on for the most part by choice just to know. Okay, if I needed to, could I survive? What's it like to be a homeless person on the street? Just I like to step into shoes and 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 feel their life, not just talk about it. I just I like to feel what they would feel and just whatever it is. Honestly, I. I think that's I think that's very that's very commendable about you, and I think a lot more people should do that. I mean, on an earlier subject we talked about, like you know, getting into, you know, this world, or like, how did you decide to like do this? You know, I feel like nowadays we don't let uh, people and kids really explore what they really want. We don't as a, and and this they is my conform opinion. Like, you as to a, a, yeah yeah like as a society we don't. We don't like we we say when we were kids, you know, you can grow up to be whatever you want. Well, in reality, we don't treat people like that. Unfortunately, we don't let people be whatever they want. If we did let people whatever we want, there wouldn't be such a big backlash about, you know, doing certain things or being certain actions or loving certain people doing things or, you know, uh, claiming you are something uh, one thing uh, or the other. You know, we we wouldn't we wouldn't have all these um, these these taboos and these issues and things like that. And that's the unfortunate part is we're not open. We want to say we're open, but we're not open. We're not we're not willing to get weird. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate part. Everybody, yeah. everybody says be yourself, but then they judge you as soon as you're yourself. Well, not only that, Correct. and that's why people are afraid to be themselves. We're a hundred percent like, unless you're being yourself around us, we almost don't want to be around you. But right. I want, I want you to be you to your core. Unless you're an asshole, then then be you, but somewhere else. Yeah. Right. 
Like I and and I'm all the same same way. Like obviously, there's different levels of being obviously professionalism and reading the room right. and things like that. Right. But you know, the 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 person you're talking to now, I am the same person. That I'm like here, right. I'm the same person that when the cameras are off, I'm the same person that I am when the microphone is on. I I, I am the same thing. Maybe certain things are turned up or turned down a little yep. bit, but it, at the end of the day, it's just it's still me. I'm not anything more than yep. just me. There's no mask. Because, yeah, exactly. There's, you know, as much as I love in radio, there's always like this caricature type of person. Then like, you know, people the guy have behind developed. the screen in the dark room and the radio yeah. station, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's that, 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 that character and everything. And then all of a sudden, you know, um, we, and then like the microphone's off. They're just like this normal person and everything. I, like I always, it always feels weird to me. Like I just be yourself. Cause more people will respect you more. If you're just like yeah. the same on all the levels. Yeah. And, and I mean, beyond, I mean, you can be yourself without fucking ruining anybody's day. You can, uh, okay. He's, you think he's weird. Don't fucking talk to him. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> There's no need. Well, I laugh about things like, Okay, so somebody puts a music video on their YouTube or whatever. To take the time and dislike that, I mean, I get the feedback the feedback point, okay? But even the let's go a step further. The people that put hateful comments down, like you took the day the time out of your day to talk shit to this person who's right. who's putting probably their heart and soul into whatever they just did. It's the idea of like you know, just because we have freedom of speech does not mean you you have freedom of consequences. So if you're going to spout out hate and everything, that's fine. You have the right to do that. But guess what? You're also going to get punched in the jaw uh, yeah. if you do do it. So you know, taking the time out to insult somebody who put their energy out of something like you don't need it. If if you don't like something. Don't complain about it on social media. Don't actively, you know, try to fight them something. Unless yeah. it's something like, you know, obviously bad, racist, sexist, etc. Right, right. You yeah. should voice that. But if it's something like you don't personally like, then just don't interact with it. Move don't along. Don't buy that yeah. thing. Vote with your wallet. Instead, yep. of, instead of shitting on it, why don't you, and like say, even if you did like that genre or whatever he released and, and you didn't like it because of certain reasons, why don't you just fucking tell him? Like, hey, man, I listened to the song, you know, but I don't like this this part and this part. Here, what, here's what my you feedback say? versus yeah. this is a shit song and I'm yeah. going to shit yeah. on Constructive you. Constructive yes. criticism. I do. Fucking, you suck ass, dude. Don't yes. ever do we, this again. We appreciate constructive criticism, but we, Absolutely. we don't tolerate hate. There's two, there's two different things. It's two different things. It's just like, okay, we tolerate protests. We don't tolerate fucking riots. It's that, that's yep. the same thing right there. Yep. Yeah. And there's, man, it's just, everybody's out here wanting to hate on everybody yeah. now with the social medias and shit. It's so easy to hate on somebody. Well, it's the, it's way easier than for some reason. I don't understand why, because the it haters takes, are your biggest take, fan. Well, it takes the same energy to say, Hey, this is cool. That that it does to say, hey, this sucks. But then, most of the most of the stuff you see is hate. Yep, yep. Like, it's also it's also the biggest thing that like you know it's the old mentality of like news or whatnot. Why do we always hear all the bad negative, things? Like, negative, if it bleeds, negative. If it yeah. bleeds, it leads, and everything. And and that's understandable. And I get that. Um, but un unfortunately, you know, a lot of people just thrive on that idea of just like neg the negativity well, and everything, or like you know putting stuff out there to just get to feel sorry for them. Like it, it it's it's almost a disease in it within itself. Well, like I mean, you know, our, our, I thrive our... on. 
trying to improve myself to better myself yep exactly our basically our work our best show so far has been it's been this one well, <laughs> our, 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 our most viewed no. our most viewed show was the one that everybody was pissed off. This guest was going to be on. She she was getting so much hate, so much hate. We there was people coming onto our channel that I'd never seen even follow us talking trash to to this girl. Just what break, did this person do? She's she's like a politician, and she's she's into the Black Lives Matter movement, and she's trying to get. Uh, old statues removed and she flipped off a trump house um a sign and and said hey this is my this is going to be my holiday card and people just don't you she's the type of person you either love her or you don't like her because okay. of whatever reasons you have because your ego in my opinion yeah but um, we but then because we met her and she was a great yeah we she had was a great, great time when when i opened the door to her dude she had a smile across her whole entire face i was like all right but dude. my my point was like our biggest episode is because of the haters yeah yep. yeah because like, a what, lot of a lot me? of the people if you stop and, and and think about it and just kind of discuss things about what's going on and as, as much as you know a lot of people you know think that the idea of like black lives matter is like such a taboo thing or defund the police is such a right. taboo matter if you understand and learn a little bit more and just listen for the moment black lives matter is just saying that we're not saying our lives are more important than somebody else's we're saying we want our lives to be just as important as yep. your lives yep. because our lives are being are, are being systematically eliminated and yep. physically eliminated uh, by the powers that be, you know, the idea of defunding the police, while that's a catchy name, it's not saying we're going to get rid of the police altogether, is that the, the all the money and everything that is militarizing the police, if you take that money out and then you spread that wealth on, like, better schools, better resources, therapy, you know, uh, you know after school and things train like that. How about let's train the cops better? And, exactly. And, 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 police and, reform. You know, period. You know, it's they it's, need to it's be that. trained properly. They need yeah. to be trained in hand to hand combat, so they're not afraid for you're the hand to hand combat. You're, to... you're subduing someone. You're not trying to shoot them right away. You're not correct. I mean, I'm not saying take away their guns by any means, but they need to go for the taser first in certain situations. Obviously, situations vary, and who are we to be even talking? Well, sometimes police, they just you know, tase you just to tase they're, you. They're scary. They, their scariest part of the day is walking up on a car. Right. You don't it's know. The, it's de-escalating the situation. 100%. Instead of escalating straight to the gun. De-escalation you know? is number one. Yeah, it's it's just all those. If like if you stop and 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 listen and really hear it, hear the people out about what's going on, and it comes back to like why I got into radio and why I got like to do podcasting and like things like that. If you strip everything away and you just listen to the message and you just listen to the tones and you listen to the stories and open your mind a little bit and understand what's going on on the other side of the foot. Yep. And just because they are fighting for something. It, it, it shouldn't affect your life directly unless they are hurting you directly. Why is that being such insulting to to you? Why is them saying we want our lives to matter mm -hmm. is going to insult yep. you? Like, what is that doing to you? Like, that's the unfortunate part. Because nobody's if, talking about them. 
Correct. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a selfish thing. So, yeah. like, that's the biggest thing at the end of the day. If you just stop and understand what is going on and learn from it, you will you will learn a lot more. Just yeah. a little bit of empathy and common sense. Yeah. And that is something that we desperately, desperately need, especially with everything that is going on right now. It's very important that we have that. Yes, it sucks of what's going on in the world right now. It absolutely is terrible. People are on the streets. People are hungry. People need help. And our government, unfortunately, is not doing the best job that we need to do, that we elected to do that. So what do we do? We are voicing our, ourselves, and we want to vote in the better people, and we want people to, to truly understand. But you can't change everything. You can't change all the way to the top on one day. you got to start from the bottom. you got to work on your life and then your family and teach and learn and, and grow your environment, your direct environment, better so at the end of the day, when it grows, and, and as much as like a virus spreads, yeah. goodness and kindness and empathy yeah. and, and intelligence spreads as well. Just I yeah. think it's I think it's like honestly, I think it's it'll be like a changing of the guards. Okay, so you got these old way of thinking that's still at the top, and once those guys go away, it's it's changing in all mm -hmm. aspects of life too. Because now our generations, we're working together way more. It's, it's less of a, com a competition and, hey, let's get here together. Mm -hmm. Whereas before mm -hmm. it was competition, competition, competition. Yep. Fuck you, I'm not helping you. I'm going to sabotage you because we're kind of doing the same thing. And, and now in our gen everybody I know that I'm around, we're all trying to help each other. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's going to get to the point where, like, this is open. Like, I'm a firm believer of breaking everything down to rebuild it better, stronger than before. And unfortunately, that's where we're at right now. It's going to suck. It hurts in the middle of it. But think of us and what we're going to get out of this. We'll think of our children. Think of our grandchildren. That, you know, what we are trying to prove and blaze a better path and blaze to certain things. Like, sometimes maybe the old guard did not, not necessarily do uh, as well. And I'm sure the next generation, your, your Gen Z, your, you know, your Gen Alpha or whatever, you yeah. know, the people after this, you know, I'm in my mid thirties, so I'm technically an older style millennial, but well, you it's know. our time right now. You yeah. Know, that's, yeah. We're, that's... we're trying to figure out what's going on and maybe we got to break things down and maybe it's too late for us, but maybe we can do something better for someone else or somebody else. And, you know, and if that means we got to sacrifice certain things on our benefit to do better things, uh, uh, below us and after us, then maybe we have to, you know, did you, and, did you... uh, it, and the it, number th it, number one thing with that is leading by example. Exactly. Yep. Uh, yep. It, it absolutely is. It's tough. It hurts. It sucks. It absolutely. I'm not downplaying any of this. And I understand everybody struggles, and we can go on and on about that. But you know, at the end of the day, you know what we're doing now. We're learning things that you know maybe now we don't have to repeat again. So unfortunately, it's a trial by fire thing. So if we can get past all of this and yep. still have ourselves together. Then we can learn, hey, we can make sure and prevent these things to happening again. You know what I've noticed, though, since COVID came out? When, mm -hmm. the, when the pandemic, everybody got scared and shit like that. Mm -hmm. A lot of the main, uh, like, Applebee's chain stores that are, like, chain restaurants, they're not mm -hmm. going there no more. They're going to the fucking mom and pop shop down the street. They're working more in their communities, and, I, and they're they're closing 1,200 Arby's which, or, or which, Applebee's and shit, all that. Mm -hmm. They're... A ton of those big chilies, they're, they're all closing stores down because they're going over to the Coney Island and like, hey, man, I'm fucking, these guys are out here yeah, fucking doing it for real. 
Well, it's like in a, in a small town like Monroe, you go to these places, you get to know the owners, you get to know the waitresses. Right. Now, well, yeah, you can kind of do that at Applebee's, but not really. The waitress, maybe. You just got the franchise M- owner maybe. anyway. He just owns rights. But you... You go to a lot of these restaurants in Monroe, and you know the owners. Basically, yep. it's like come oh. out and shake your hand. Yeah, he's shit. like, "Hey, how's everything doing?" They're they're helping bust the tables, and they're you know they're they're helping. They knew when they're, I got in my. They're they're true shit. leaders. Yep. They're not they're not bosses. They're not all of them, obviously, but the ones I'm thinking of, the places I go, the the owners. It starts with them. Yeah, yeah. And your dollar will stretch more, uh, and and it means more uh, with those those places. And as much as you know, everybody likes the idea of just like you know uh, accessibility and yep. easiness. Like, don't get me wrong, I you know we I've ordered stuff from Amazon, uh, but in the same time, you know, if I can find somebody locally, or if I can, if there's a band that I want to support locally, or know that you know my my dollar will go will mean more to someone else. I think it's. More right. than more than important to do that, especially right now. A lot of mom and pop shops are not surviving this. A lot of a lot of independent you know venues and things like that are not going to survive this, and it sucks and it hurts. But hopefully, you know, you 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 remember who was really there when the chips were down, and yep. I think that's the places that you need to go and support and 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 vote with your wallet and you know vote with your time and energy instead of trying to tear down and 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 dog something else you know yep. make turn that same energy that you were going to do for hate is to love and 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 support and 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 go from there because if it ain't good for you somebody loves that shit you know somebody yeah, exactly. it's, it's, uh, everybody has different taste yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely <clears throat> that's facts yeah man uh do you have uh what, what do you got to plug in uh, well, of course, uh, we're on break right now, uh, but we're going to be back into the episodes uh, in February. If you are interested in finding the next hot act or the very interesting music, um, you can go check us out at ontheradarpc.com. Uh, you can also find us on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ontheradarpc. Uh, we put out episodes, heck, I, I don't know, we started two to three a month and now we've jumped out to almost weekly, but uh, we feature a lot of phenomenal acts from across the country uh acts are coming through acts are busting out of the midwest area and everyone and everyone in between so if you like music and you like talks and you like what i stand for and uh have featured on this podcast hey go uh, check us out at on the radar pc.com do you uh since covid have you uh had a higher flow of uh like people coming out and like starting to fine tune their music or their lyrics yeah uh, I think a lot of people have taken this time to create more and fine tune a lot of their stuff and um and, and as much as it is stressful and it is depressing that a lot of these people can't share their art in front of a live audience um they're finding ways to improve yeah. it and 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 I feel like once this is all said and done I think a renaissance of art and entertainment yeah, is going to come out of it and I'm very excited for it the people we've seen that we had artists we had uh musicians we've had we have we've had it all and they're all working in the work pretty much they locked you down they started working in the workshop improving their trade they they started sharpening their sword and shit they they're they're getting somewhere and everybody that has that that dedicated mindset they they, it seems like they're getting by a lot easier what else are we gonna do yeah what else are we gonna do we might as well get our hobby and be a fucking professional that that's why we started brain jerk is because what else are we gonna do i'm sick of sitting in the house not doing anything yeah 
No, well, you guys do. are doing phenomenal work and, and a lot of great connections and everything. And I'm very honored to be a part of this. And I hope for the best for everyone and for all of your listeners and your supporters and everything. You I too. love the idea of the the hype up the morning and the after and the morning and the evening uh, live videos and just kind of positive reinforcement of everything. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Appreciate that. Uh-huh. Appreciate thank that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you want you want to wrap it up? Oh shit, that's it for episode forty three of Pillar Talk, man. Uh, Chris Daher, Chris Daher. Yep, (laughs) it was very nice uh, sitting down and talking with you, bro. Uh, I hope we do this again sometime when your uh, podcast reaches the top in person. Absolutely, yeah, we can do it. We can do it in person so you can sign our table, brother. I would be more than honored to do that. I appreciate you guys taking the time out and putting and bringing me on, and uh, good luck with everything. And you guys be safe. Thank you. Uh, have a good night, bro. I love every single one of you. That's the. Yep. See you guys. Thank have you. Have a good night. <clears throat> Later.